0: You're now tuned into now the Lit, Lit, Podcast. Lit, Podcast. Lit Podcast. Keep it locked. If I can start my life over, go back into time I will fix every wrong, change every line Do it the right way, the better way, love a little more Faith is the key that opens up all doors If I can let go the past and reach for my future I need the most high directing me of my future When I lay the rest, my pain will be over I wish sometimes I can start my life all over Yo, 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 welcome to the Lit Podcast, where we motivate, inspire, help you when you're feeling low, and also help you to know God. Yo, I am back with part two of Unsubscribe, and just to give you a little background about uh, part one in that message I was pretty much explaining on how sometimes we can subscribe to different things and it was kind of uh, relating to as far as like the you know the things that we look at, we watch, we um we listen to um what we search and it you know it comes in our emails and so we're subscribed to so many things but it's also um connected with we're subscribing to the wrong people, we're subscribing to uh, money, we subscribe to the, uh, the different things of this world that's pretty much gonna bring us down. So the Lord had really put it on my heart to uh, finish this by adding a few things to that. So this is part two of unsubscribe. We're gonna go ahead and get right into it. Number one, you have to unsubscribe from Manipulation. Yes, you have to unsubscribe from manipulation. Um, most of the times when, you know, we're walking this life out, we tend to run into people that, you know, tend to use us or if we're not careful, we are the manipulator. Like, you know, the action of manipulating is someone, you know, manipulating someone in a clever way it's just for example you you don't want to do something and that person is just like trying to persuade you so much but then they instantly know a way to get you to do that but in your heart you truly don't want to get that I mean don't truly want to do that but sometimes you want to please this person or you're very close to this person and you you trust them but you don't realize that you are being manipulated or if you're the person that's, you know, doing the manipulation, you got to unsubscribe from that because it's going to pretty much tear you apart, you know? Um, and you know, some people want, like I was saying, some people want that approval and it's sort of like a wolf in sheep's clothing, a person that is a manipulator, there are a wolf in sheep clothing. They're they're hanging around with the sheep, but they know that hey, once that sheep turns his back or lets his guard down, the wolf is gonna pretty much pounce on them. So you have to unsubscribe from dealing with manipulation or being the manipulator. Most of the times you don't realize it. Let's go to the scriptures in First Thessalonians. 4 and 6, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 6, the word of God says that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter because the Lord is a avenger of all such and that we also forewarned you and testified now, to really get the background of this story, let's go to verse 1. Finally, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you shall abound more and more just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. Verse 2, for, for you know that what commandments we given you through the Lord Jesus... For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that's key word, sanctification, that you shall abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you shall know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and in honor, we're getting closer, verse 5, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, near we get to the where it says, that no one shall take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter. When you think about that, it goes in so many different ways. How many times are people getting manipulated into sin? How many times people are uh, getting manipulated to lust and to sex? You know, it's just so persuading. You have to unsubscribe from that. You literally have to have the Holy Spirit talk to you. Most of the times, when people are in our face, they're talking real fast, and you, your brain is, you know, going like it's spinning like crazy, and you have so many thoughts, and you're just like, Okay, what do I do? And then you as you you're in your mind, you're trying to think, 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 think. And if you're not careful, if you're not locked in with the Holy Spirit or in tune with the Holy Spirit, the you will the first thing that comes to your mind, you're just gonna say it. But then after you say it, you end up regretting it. And that's how so many people are getting caught in that subscription of being manipulated to do something that they truly do not wanna do. So you have to unsubscribe. Now, that's, that's not easy to do. You gotta really be in prayer and you really gotta be in tune with the Holy Spirit. And especially like if you're locked in with him, guess what's gonna happen? When that person comes around, he will automatically give you those red flags. Yeah, soon as that person come around, it will pretty much start at blowing whistles and be like, "Hey, I think you need to go the other way." Or if they start talking, cut the conversation short. If and get in the car, or if you're on the um, phone with them and they start, you know, talking some towards they want to manipulate you or get you to do something. Hang up, make an excuse, hang up the phone, you know, do something to, you know, keep yourself from getting lured in with that. and happened in so many relationships. How many times or a male or a female have persuaded or manipulated a person to do something they was not supposed to do? Manipulation, you have to unsubscribe from it. Let's keep on pushing. Trust issues. Most of the times were... um, Now, let me tell the testimony about manipulation. Let me go back. I've been manipulated a few times. I mean, and actually more. And I didn't realize that I was being manipulated. You know, I was the the person that want to get something done or the person that was the go-to guy or the person that you can depend on. But I didn't realize that I was being used and manipulated in ways that I did not want to do, but because I was more of a people pleaser dealing with an approval addiction, I followed that and I did it and I regretted it. So when it comes to manipulation, you have to unsubscribe. And sometimes when you're, when you have dealt with that so much, you develop something called Trust issues, yes, for a while I literally had trust issues with uh different people i uh, I literally didn't realize that um you know that I had those issues. It was times where if you know people call and they would say something, the first thing that comes to my mind was something negative that they was gonna try to use me that they were just gonna you know um try to take advantage of me. And it immediately caused me not to trust people. And it really was messing me up because it's like, how can I, um, you know, be ministering and speaking? And and I don't really just trust people in, you know, in that type of way. Um, When it comes to trust issues, it will cause a person not to trust people or also not trust God. You know, sometimes, um, and this is my opinion, we affiliate people with God. Yes, we do. Why do you think that a lot of the different religions, they, um, you know, they turn from Christianity to another religion because of the fact that I've heard in myself, they will say that, well, this religion over here is nicer. The people over here treat me better. Um, I've heard instances where they, the Mormons, they will come and cut somebody's yard. The Jehovah witness will come and help out with uh, bills. They will come and um, help out with groceries. And it seemed like the people of God are the ones that are the, you know, ratchet ones and the ones that's causing up so much mess. And so we affiliate you know, people with God. And that's why a lot of people are turning away because of trust issues. And that's issues that those other people are dealing with. We can't hold that. You can't hold that against them. Now, those people that are doing the manipulation and, you know, causing all kinds of havoc, they got to take that over God. Sometimes we just got to step back and allow God to truly work in their lives. That's if they allow you know, God to move in their life. That's if they find, if they have any kind of conviction. So you have to unsubscribe from trust issues, but also be aware of your surroundings when it comes to uh, certain people. So you also have to be aware. You know, you can't just trust everybody, but you have to be mindful and again, in tune with the spirit, and he would give you the direction on where you need to go. There's different types of trust issues, you know. Um, I already said, you know, assuming people are out to get you, and that's the one that I dealt with. I felt that everybody was out to get me. Um, around the time um, a lot of the stuff happened to me a couple of years ago, I started develop. I started to um, get very paranoid. Because there was money involved, and I when got my gun license, um, I was at the gun range all the time. I mean, I was I'm ready for whatever, and so I got very paranoid, and I started thinking, "Man, is every everybody's after me because I'm about to get something?" And so I I was really paranoid during that time, and it really just took the Lord just to slow me down. And to, you know, show me that, you know, not everybody is out to get you. Um, another thing, isolating yourself. Most of the times when people are dealing with trust issues, they're isolating themselves away from people. And, that, you know... Okay, you isolating yourself away from the people that did you wrong, but don't isolate yourself away from the people that is trying to help. There's people that's uh, out there that's trying to motivate you and trying to help you and send you text messages and calls and you just want to be alone. And that is not, you know, the right way to do it. When you when you do stuff like that, guess what? The enemy is really pouncing on your head. And that's exactly how he was doing To me that time, I mean, it was like his voice was all in my head saying that, hey, you alone, you know, you might as well, you know, sleep with your gun. And I did. I slept with my gun in my bed because I thought somebody was going to come through the front door and try to rob me because now now, backstory to that growing up in uh, Oak Cliff. I've been robbed a few times. Family been robbed a few times, broken in, broken in times where we were in the house and they stole our stuff. This is and this is crazier. After my mom's funeral, the people came in. Well, some people that came in and stole all of our stuff, knowing that we was dealing with a tough uh difficult time and they still came in. So that made me paranoid over the years and then this, you know, recent incident of uh, you know, a few years, I mean, a couple of years back, it just sparked that, you know, up. And that's something that I had to personally deal with, but isolating yourself and thinking that people is always out to get you. That is not the way. Trust me. Another thing, picking fights, Yes, picking fights, you know, have that you have trust issues. Every time you see that person, guess what you're trying to do? You're trying to pick some kind of fight. You're trying to start some kind of argument because you have a secret grudge against them. Even though they probably don't think that what they did was wrong, but you have a secret grudge against them. Them. So you automatically think in your head, if that person comes around my way today or if I just see him today, I'm immediately going to I'm going to snap or I'm going to find a way to uh, get something started just so I can let that person, you know, have it or, you know, speak my mind. Because most of the times when a person has been done wrong, they will hide it. And, and I, I hid it myself for a while because I'm pretty much this sermon is pretty much speaking for myself and this is like therapy and I hid it for so long inside but when I had let it out it came off in the wrong way and I mean and, and and it almost got physical because in my mind I was ready to you know pounce on this person because of what they did to me and I started thinking in my mind and developing a plan on how can I start something with this cat just so I can let him have it um overprotective that's that kind of coincides with uh, you know assuming people is uh out to get you you being so overprotective i mean um for me having every kind of uh you know alarm system I'm sitting here watching my back everywhere I go as I'm driving. I got to the point where I was so paranoid and not trusting in anybody that um, I pretty much do the military style. If somebody was just you know, so happen to be driving behind me and they turn a the corner behind me on the same block. And then I turn the corner then I would just be like, okay, this person is obviously following me. So I would turn, I would do pretty much the military style going around in a box to see if they're still following me. And there were times where they were still behind me. And I immediately told myself, I'm gonna pull over. And if somebody gonna pull over behind me, guess what it is it's on like Donkey Kong. But I don't. But I realized that that person was literally living next door to to me, and I was like, wow. So after I realized, I was like, yeah, I feel kind of stupid. But that really just showed me that you know not everybody is out to get you. And uh, lastly, process the pain, the past hurts. Process past hurts that's that's like one of the major trust issues is a person that is processing the past hurts now sometimes you remember the past hurts but once you process it and you'll and you keep on processing and process it it's going to get into your head and then you're going to be thinking of so many revengeful ways let's go to the scripture in jeremiah 17 7 through 8 Jeremiah 17 I hope this is helping someone on today just like it's you know helping out helping me out It's actually been a rough couple of days Okay verse 7 the word of God says, "Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the wither, by the waters, which spreads out out of its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaves will be green, and it will not be anxious." In the year of drought, nor cease from yielding fruit. Just to break that down, it says pretty much, blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord. That is the most important thing. Because if we trust in the Lord, we would not be afraid sometimes if people try to manipulate us or not develop trust issues or even when opposition comes we will stand and we will not be anxious just like the word says we will not be anxious in the year of drought most of the times uh, people are getting so anxious and they want everything to you know the process to go a little faster they don't want they don't want to feel like this no more they don't want to deal with these situations like this no more they just want the process to be over but sometimes it's not always like that you know, God allows us to go through that process in order for him to get the glory and, and also for us to learn like God is not in heaven just punishing us and saying all oh, you need to do all this it, everything is a learning lesson. Sometimes we got to really just humble ourselves. If we're different dealing with pride, God will humble us. If we're, you know, dealing with manipulation, God will show us if we're dealing with, um, you know, hatred, God will show us that, you know, you don't have to have that hate in your heart that you can forgive and you can, um, you know, be able to coincide with that person that you have that unforgiveness towards. And that brings me to uh, my next point. Unforgiveness, you have to unsubscribe from unforgiveness. That is the most important part in this walk. That you have to unsubscribe if you're dealing with someone that had manipulated you or hurt you, you end up developing those trust issues, and then you also and you ultimately have that unforgiveness in your heart. Just like I said before, you're out for revenge you don't care who gets in your way it's if it's a family member friend you want to get to that person and um see i've been looking at um you know tv and stuff like that you know just to you know bypass time so um on netflix there's this um show called the punisher and that's pretty much self-explanatory so after looking at the punisher well his family was killed by his, you know, close friend that pretty much arranged it. And throughout two seasons, all he was trying to do was take out every single person that has something to do with his family's murder. Nothing but revenge. Nothing but hatred in his heart. Nothing but I'm, I'm getting them. I don't care who is in the way, um, grown ups, kids. What if you, if you're in the crossfire, you're gonna get hit, and that's how unforgiveness looks like when you're not forgiving a person for what they have done wrong. Unforgiveness will cause you to hate that person, want revenge, and wish bad on that person. I already said that. Now um let's go to Mark 11:25. Mark 11 and 25. The word of God says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you for your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, this is verse 26, neither will your father in heaven forgive you for your trespasses. We have heard that so many times. And every time I hear it, I just think about God has given, forgiven us for so much stuff. I mean so much stuff. Like the, the negative thoughts that we have in our head, the top the times that we doubt him, the times that we cursed out that person, the time we held on to that um to that thing that they did to us, or you know, dishonored our mother and our father, you know, dishonored our sisters and brothers, you know, this you know, dishonored other people and even dishonored him, he still forgave. Us, and all he wants us to do is to forgive our brother or sister. And he saying, hey, he said, this is fair that if you don't forgive your brother or sister for their trespasses, I won't forgive you of yours. That is just that's pretty much fair in that sense. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, um, theology behind it. There's a lot of, um, different, you know, um, views on that. A lot of people would say, well, if he doesn't forgive you, are you going to hell? Or if you didn't forgive nobody before you die, you're going to hell. Then you have, you know, people that say, you know, once saved is always saved. And there's so much, there's so many different, you know, views and, arguments and debates, you know, about, you know, those type of scriptures. And I'm not going to get on, you know, that today because we'll be here all day. So forgive one another. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. It took me a while to, you know, forgive the that person that had done me wrong. And and even it it was still eating me up to where it was still in my mind. And I thought that I forgave that person. True forgiveness is when you don't even, even when true forgiveness is where you can think about the situation and it does not affect you. It does not affect you one bit. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's what happened, but it doesn't affect me. It doesn't, you know, change my demeanor. Sometimes a person can say something to you and it just, you know, your facial expressions, you know, might change or if you have a mask on, you know, your eyebrows might raise up or your eyes might get buck, or something like that. But true forgiveness is when you're around somebody and they mention that situation and it does not affect you. And so once we've dealt with all of those things, you unsubscribing, you know, to that manipulation, you unsubscribing to those trust issues. You're unsubscribing to that unforgiveness. Guess what you have to do? You have to subscribe to life. Subscribe to life. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. And I am closing. Galatians, 22. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. The word of God says, when you subscribe to life, this is this is how life should be. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, self-control, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Against such there is no law. Mm -mm 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 -mm. so that's what you need to do when it comes to subscribing to life but the fruit of the spirit that is God with within us that's that's his character that's his spirit when you're subscribing to life you have to have that love joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control That's how it is. And that is, that's not easy. It's That's why every single day you must, you know, pray, kneel down before the Lord and ask him, like, what do I need to learn today? Like what area that I need to be sharpened in today? And sometimes he will send people your way. Once you have gotten past all those trust issues of other people, God will start to send people your way in order for you to be sharpened in the area that you are weak in. So this is Derek Silman, Unsubscribe Part 2, The Lit Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. This will be on... um you know, Anchor FM, also on Spotify, go to the Lit Podcasts, the L.I.T Podcast, and you can check out the uh, other episodes, subscribe to the uh, YouTube YouTube channel, which is Silman, and also, if you like um, music, subscribe to my uh, other YouTube channel, which is DJDLS. The lit podcast and I'm out Running, 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 I'm tired of running, 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 I'm tired of running from my purpose, running for my change. I need to up and stop doing my